welcome to Sometimes Video Games Podcast. It is I, your host for today, Adam. Uh, and as per usual, I am joined by uh, the the marvellous Charlie. Hey, man. You alright? Yeah, I'm right, you. Yeah, not so bad, not so bad, not so bad. I'm doing okay, doing okay. Is it snowing where you are yet? N- no. No, it was, I saw yesterday on the news it was snowing in County Durham. Um, but it wasn't snowing here. I'm so angry about this, Adam. Is, it, is it snowing where you are? No, of course it isn't. That's, what, that's why I'm angry. I want it. I oh, want it now. To snow. You just... Why would I not want That's what I want. I just want the happiness. Is that what and instead, I look too? outside and it's rain. Apparently, there was sleet somewhere in London at the, like 5am. Uh... Like, that's all you're getting. It hasn't been snowing here either, so don't worry about it. So angry. We haven't we haven't been having the snow. Uh, I think it's more on the east coast. Sure. I don't get. Look, it's not here. That's the important thing for me personally. <laughs> sure, fair enough, makes sense. Uh, also joined by uh, Louis. How are you? Hello. You right? Are you having a good time? Yeah, I'm having a good time. Oh, a good. How a about good... you? I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not having a bad. I'm not having a bad time. I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Doing okay, you know. Having one of those okay days. It's been all right. I uh, I should be doing more than I have done today, but it's a Saturday, so I'll just I'll just pretend that Saturday is the day that I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh. What are we up to? What are we doing? How are we feeling? What is what other than snow? Have you seen any snow, Louis? Where you are? Um, only on the hills. On the hill? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. probably able to see it on the hills, yeah. Um, because I mean, I know Charlie may not know, and other people listening may not know. Um, we live in sort of hilly. Me and Louis live somewhat close to uh, together, and they, it's kind of there's a sort of hilly environment surrounding uh, the the small towns that we live in. Um, hilly environment. Yeah, I, yeah. Live, I live on a hill. You live on it, technically. Yeah, Greyhound's kind of built. It's kind of built on a hill. Maybe more like a moor is what I suppose. Uh, like, in, like for example, the place where I used to come from, where I used to live, um, that is joined by a lot of uh, moorland, and uh, and you would get snow in the moorlands um, much earlier than you get it in the town itself. I just, I'm, I'm a big, big fan. Of you saying, of you like describing the concept of hills, yeah, as if like what? Well, no, like, what hills, such hills, things? Are, hills are different than hill. You know, like moorlands are different to hills, right? Because like hills are just like anything. Yeah. Anything's a hill, right? If it's a steep incline, it's a hill, right? I have a big argument with someone I know about whether they live on a hill or not, and I'm like. <laughs> Sure. I'm like, I'm like, I'm rising away from the ocean level. You're on a hill. Yeah. Like it's so, it's like as steepest. It's at like a forty-five degree angle. I don't understand where this is an argument. <laughs> and they're like, no, but I was a bit. They're like, they're like, where does the hill start though? I'm like, I don't know when the incline starts. What do you want from me? You, yeah. you live on a hill, bro. The hill starts at the incline. If I don't want to walk up there, it is a hill. Yeah. I mean, it's a hill if you even if you do want to walk up there. But yeah, I know what, you mean. <laughs> what are you saying there. Like there are hills, like that's what I mean. There are hills everywhere, but just because it's like a hill, a hill doesn't specify like the fucking Teletubby 
hills, you know? Sure, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just, it specifies, like, random incline at a street that I'm not willing to walk up. Which, I mean, we have those as well, but, uh, <laughs> it's not not always that is what I what I'm what I'm trying to say by the moorland. I can't I whatever. <laughs> how is how is things? How is how is thing? How is thing? Yeah. How is thing? Let's make conversation. Let's be pleasant. No. No. Um. Hello, welcome to the podcast. We're going to have nothing but silence on this episode. Thank you very much for the next hour and a half of silence. I'm I'm committed to this bit now. I'm I'm not. It's a terrible bit. Um. What what have we, what have we been doing this week? Uh, me. He's not committed. To I. I'm I'm not. No, I'm, I'm done with it. All I. Okay. Are you just gonna. This is the this is, it's the radio yeah. presenter inside me is like oh no there is silence I must fill this. You gonna you gonna you gonna interrupt me yeah? Cool. Yeah. Bro, I didn't want to talk at all, and yet somehow we're having conversations. Charlie, you know, I'm just saying. You know what? I'm gonna have my Kellogg's fruit winder in peace. What flavor is your Kellogg's fruit winder? Oh, strawberry, bro. Mm, I've not had them. Strawberry. For a <laughs> that might be for some reason that might be my favorite thing that's ever been said on this show. What? It's what? strawberry, bruv. Is it because it, it sounds like you? <laughs> Wait, you just extended. Strawberry. It's strawberry. strawberry. Sometimes it's not about what you say. Sometimes it's about the way you deliver it. And that was a Stone Cold classic. <laughs> instant classic. Instant classic. Instant classic. Fucking get it on the soundboard. <laughs> We're going to have like a strawberry emo now. It's, it's going to be a long strawberry. This is this yeah, is no. the best episode of the podcast we've ever had. Yep. So, do you know what I've been doing this week? No. If you, if you really want to fucking know, sure. Go I've on. been playing. I've been playing Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What for that fucking response? He <laughs> was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. Go on, expand, <laughs> extrapolate. On the new we talked Vegas. about it. We talked about it last week. We did talk about Fallout New Vegas last week. You're right. We we spoke about a lot of video and, games last week. And it made me and it made me want to play it. Mm. So I decided to play it. That's good. <laughs> and That's good. It kind of really like um, reaffirmed in my mind why I genuinely think New Vegas might be the best installment within the series. Mm. I know me and Charlie probably disagree with you on this, but why do you think Fallout New Vegas is the best in the series? I mean, mainly because I feel like it kind of encapsulates what a post-apocalyptic waste would truly look and feel like. Mm. As in, like, the game's just dark throughout. Like, really dark. Mm. It like, when I was, like emotionally dark. When, when I was playing, well, yeah, well, when I like when I was playing Fallout Three and Fallout Four, like they just didn't seem to be, like there were hints at like, like it was kind of implied that horrible things were going on, but you never really saw, like you never really saw it. It was never really, like in your field of view. Like you know, you you hear hints about like slavery and stuff, like with sense from the institute, but you never you never really see it. Mm. Uh, uh, you only you only know what's been what you what you were told or what's implied. 
Well, in Fallout Three, there is um, there is the slavers camp, isn't there? You can go into and buy child yeah, there's, slaves. Yeah, there are this. Yeah, that and there's the slavers camp in Fallout Three, but it's just like in Fallout New Vegas, it's everywhere. Mm. Like there's just constant like famine, poverty, prostitution, and slavery, and it's just everywhere. Like mm. it's just dark no matter where you go and it's just like and i feel like that is what a post-apocalyptic wasteland would look like i think that's slightly different like. i think it, the the worlds of so um fallout 3 is in uh is it in washington yeah and then it's, it's, it's in it's in dc it's, it's not DC. it's not it's not in washington the state sure. it's in dc uh and um and new vegas is in las vegas of course um there are slight differences in, in the way both of those places are in general, I think. And, like, there are still those things happening in Fallout 3. Like, you still have, like, the slavery and you still have the prostitution and and stuff like that. Although I, I will admit it's not to as, as big a degree. Um, or as maybe maybe it's not to as prevalent because there's no big cities there. Not anymore, anyway. You don't go to any big cities. Like, the, the big city is literally just rubble. And, like, the only other towns you go to are... Uh, uh, Megaton, which you can destroy, or um, Rivet City. Oh, spoilers, yeah. Or Rivet City, which is just a boat. <laughs> like, like there are Rivet's... no other big cities. Um, there's actually some lore behind, uh, well, or, or what the or what happens to Rivet City mm. after um, the events of Fallout Three. So I'll mm. just probably digress and touch on that for a minute. So. Sure. You know how the Pridwin was made? I'm not entirely. The, oh, brother, the, the brother of the Steel Airships. Yeah. So, Lancer Captain Kells talks about how they need to get a reactor out of an old aircraft carrier. Mm. And that they had to take it by force. Okay. That aircraft carrier was Rivet City. Oh, was it now? That's interesting. Yeah. So, they killed everyone in Rivet City? Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Brother of the Steel. Good guys, Brother of the Steel. Good guys. They were the good guys, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like under Elder Lions, it's like they they were the good guys. But it's kinda of why that's, the, why, that's I why nobody about... liked Elder Lions in Fallout. All of the not I don't mean nobody, but I mean all of the Brotherhood hated Elder Lions, right? Because yeah. he was the good guy and like everyone else was like not the good guys. He was the good guy. Yeah. So that's like that's why the Brotherhood were like the good guys in Fallout Three, and are now like the bad guys in every other game. Hmm. Well, they're not necessarily the bad guys in other games, are they? They're just like well, another in, faction, in, but they're in, not. A... In Fallout One and Two, I feel like you are encouraged to side with them over mm. the Master in the Enclave. Sure. They're they're just another faction, but they're not necessarily like the good faction in uh, New Vegas or. Fallout 4, are there? There's like a faction. Like you've you mentioned with Fallout 4 a few times, like that you think every uh, every faction in Fallout 4, bar the Minutemen, is is at least somewhat, you know, not. I think I think they're all I think they're all flawed. No, I don't get me wrong. I think the Minutemen are flawed too. I yeah. think uh, the Minutemen fall victim to what I think the like <clears throat> suffer from the same problems the NCR does, mm. which is they they take too much territory than what they can physically hold. Mm. And especially because they are the only faction that is at constant war, 
constant unending war with every enemy of the Commonwealth. Yeah. Uh, they are in constant war with all raiders, in constant war with all super mutants, all like all aggressors of the Commonwealth and the minute when are their enemies. Sure, yeah. I mean that's not really a moral flaw to them though, is it? No, it's no, it's not. That's it's an not organizational a moral flaw. flaw. It's, 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 yeah, it's an organizational flaw. And when you're I, the I, one man the, army, the, for yeah, them, no, yeah, I, I think the Minutemen have zero moral flaws. Like they mm. are dedicated, selfless. But I feel like organ, like as an organization, they depend too much on strong leadership. And as soon as that strong leadership isn't there, they crumble. Mm-hmm. Like almost immediately, which is essentially like, what you just... do with the Minutemen because, like, they don't have like they only have like Preston Garvey and a few other dudes. Right? And he and he admittedly does not knows he cannot be the leader. He oh, yeah. knows he's a flawed human being. Of course, so he he's like no, you know, like no beef with Preston Garvey in that in that regards. You know, I don't think he's and, like, and thus you become the general of the Minutemen and yeah. you become the strong leader that that faction needs. Yeah. But again, that faction can only thrive and it can only continue because you you've exist. given it strong leadership. It is as if it needs that strong leadership to continue. Mm. Yeah. And, with, and without it, and like without the general, there, there has to be somebody else who can follow the exact who can follow in the the exact same idealistic goals of the previous general otherwise there'll be splinter groups and there'll be there'll be like sub factions within the minutemen who will just war against each other but doesn't that they'll... happen with every other group as well though? i mean that happened with the minutemen it happened with the with the brotherhood of steel though whilst we were mentioning the elder lions it happens with like i don't think it happened necessarily yes, with but the, the thing is with the brotherhood of steel is that they reunited well. But Elder Maxon doesn't rule the Brotherhood of Steel. He mm. rules his chapter of the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, sure. But they're all splinter groups, right? Well, they have all well, they have all joined together since Maxon took since Maxon took over his chapter. Mm. He kind of he kind of got them all back together under under all under, oh, sorry, I'm stuttering like crazy. Sorry. Under one uh, thought. Yeah. That's like, under one uh, ideal. But then, once he's removed, do you not think that they'll they'll split again? Well, I think there are enough people like Elder Maxon to where he could be replaced. Maybe I don't know because I feel like it's easy to kind of follow what Elder Maxon is trying to say, and it's quite easy to believe in the way that he thinks. Mm. Where I think it's, or I think it's harder to be a good. I think I think. Fallout is a world where it's harder to be a good person than it is to be a selfish person. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind and of. And there are a lot more selfish people like Elder Maxon than there are selfless people like the like the Minutemen General. Hmm. I think that's kind of the point of, of Fallout as a series, though, isn't it? Like it's it's looking upon. Yes, I'm, I'm just trying to express my point is why I think Elder Maxon is much more easily replaced sure. than. The general of the Minutemen. Than you, essentially. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. I mean, also, probably different in that the Minutemen don't really have any characters other than Preston Garvey. And we already know Preston Garvey can't do that job. And Ronnie Shaw. Ronnie, Ronnie Shaw. But we, yeah, and we already know they can't do that job. 
whereas the Brotherhood of Steel has like a bunch of random characters in it that are all sort of pra- they're a bigger organization. The Minutemen are just guys. Like they're, they are, they're, they're a militia. Just Jesus. They're, just, they're just they're just settlers. They're nothing yeah, more. Exactly. Whereas they're they're not an organized force. They're not an army. They're if anything a militia. Um, and the rest well, of them are, are kind of other stuff as well, like the Enclave are a group of scientists, um, the, the Railroad are essentially a human rights organisation, it's, you know, like an underground one, albeit, but... <laughs> and again, like... why I think the Railroad, like, I think the Railroad are a good faction. I think they're a good faction. But I also think that they are, they are also very flawed. Mm. I think, like you mentioned, I think before. it's very noble to want to risk to want to rescue synths, mm. but at the same time, I don't think they have the well, the true well-being of the Commonwealth, at, like at, in mind. Uh... I don't think I don't think they particularly care about the well-being of the Commonwealth. I think they care more. They only care about the people they're trying to save, the people they're mm. trying to protect. Which I think, I think it's noble, but. I think it's a bit too short-sighted. Sure, but they're not um, they're not a group that's designed around like the future of the Commonwealth, are they? They're designed yeah, around but helping. If you, but if you side with them, they're the people that like eff- effectively take over. Well, yeah, they are. I, yeah. I don't think they have the capabilities to take that on. They do have like the Commonwealth's best interests at heart. They don't like they don't want to destroy it. They don't want to do you know like anything particularly bad with it. They're not like they want to go out and like start killing people. They just are like, hey. Just just because you don't have the Commonwealth's best interests at heart doesn't mean you want to just go out and kill people. That's not what that means, Adam. I mean, it's the Commonwealth, you know. What what does that what does that mean? What, what... there are only really extremes in the world of Fallout, and like the the two extremes are the raiders that want to kill everything or. I th- I think just saying there are only extremes is 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 doing it a disservice. Surely you think there? I don't think there's there's very much sort of grey area. I think the there. railroad is a middling faction. Yeah. yeah, because they're not they're not actively trying to save the people of the Commonwealth. They're just trying to save they're just trying to save synths, and they have no interest in helping anybody who isn't really a synth. I don't think they need to. I don't think that's. What do you mean? What do you mean they don't need to? Like, like that's not the point of their organization. But but then, who? Well, what organization is there when they take over to help protect the people of the Commonwealth? It's not going to hmm. be the railroad. But what? Who? The, what from raiders or? But just just from the just from the like general aggressors within the Commonwealth. It's. Sure. The railroad doesn't do that. They just mm. help sinks sense along their way and help them start a new life. They don't sure. do anything other than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. That's fine. But I, yeah, I mean, they shouldn't rule the Commonwealth. No, they shouldn't. But they should. Well, nobody should. That's not what I'm trying to say, Adam. I'm, but, and this is why the Minutemen are, in my opinion, a better faction. Hmm. Because they are willing to help the people of the Commonwealth, no matter what. Like, no matter the odds. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's fair. They are. They, even if they don't necessarily have the, the supplies or the organisation to do it, they are absolutely wing, willing to help. But that's the thing. The, the faction grows. The faction grows with you. Hmm. 
like the when you start off in Fallout, you are the weakest character in the game. You are arguably the weakest thing in the game. You are you are a man who's craw- or or a woman who's crawled out of the vault. Yeah. And is effectively like o- like almost dies to rad roaches effectively. Maybe I mean I yeah. I mean I I mean nobody really has any trouble with the rad hobbit rad roach. It's just me trying to you're trying to role play it up a bit. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm basically playing it up a bit. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that when you first get a hold of the player character, they are the weakest thing in the game. I don't think they're the weakest thing in the game, but I I, I see what you I see what you're saying. In in terms of like the grand scheme, of and it's the, uh, and it's the same the, and it's the, the same as a minute. Place. Like you're not gonna go to Quincy at level one and try and take out the gunners at Quincy. It's not gonna happen. No. You're not gonna go to Corvega at level one and take out all the raiders there. It's not gonna happen. Sure. Yeah. And I feel like the same logic applies to the Minutemen. When you become general of the Minutemen, they are the weakest faction in the game. The faction consists of two people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And allowing it to grow and gain a foothold within the Commonwealth. A lo- it gives it that chance for it to become the Commonwealth's best hope. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I, I don't. I, I really have an argument against it. To be fair, yeah, that's fair. I agree. And again, I just think their only flaws are within their organization. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because the the essentially what their their strength essentially what their morals are are your morals at the end of it because you're the main character and you're the leader I know you can't do all that much in terms of guiding what they do but essentially you are you are in charge so whatever the Minutemen do is what you choose to do so like their morals are your morals which you're never um I don't know whether you actually ever get in charge of the other stuff. I think, I assume you do with the Enclave. Is it Enclave in this one? I don't remember. What, in Fallout 3? The, the Institute, sorry. The Institute, even. The, I was going to say, the, the, um, the Enclave doesn't exist yeah, no, in Fallout 4. I, 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 I meant the Institute. I assume you take over of the Institute, but like the other two, you, you, do. don't, you don't take over, do you? You're still following Maxim or... Whomever the railroad leader is, I can't remember. It was actually it, it was actually cut content because uh, there is cut content that was data mined where you were going to become the 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 elder of the Brotherhood of Steel. Oh, fair enough. It's interesting. But I I think it was good for them to take it out. I think it would have been. I don't think it would have been written in very well. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, you'd have to get rid of Maxi somehow, right? Which I mean, I guess. What you Maxim. Maxim. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but like the the idea is that you you got to follow those two leaders, the railroad and the Brotherhood of Steel people, and you can't make any decisions on your own. So, essentially, those two organizations' morals stop with those leaders, um, and not you. Whereas the Minutemen and to some extent the Institute, but only after you've taken over, um, which is the end of the game. I think I'm not entirely certain. Um, their their morals line align with yours essentially, right? So they will be morally perfect to you, regardless of what it is that they do, because you're the one driving them. Yeah. Well, I think the institute's much harder to defend because 
it's it still has its own board of directors within like the mm. leadership of each of the divisions. It's a it's a it's more of a business. Like uh, you you still you still have people to answer to, and there is nothing to show that the institute has the best interests of the Commonwealth at heart. What I don't even remember what the institute wanted. It has wanted. the technology. It has the te- they they simply want to do whatever it is they can to benefit themselves. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. They kind of like screw the wasteland where we want to be happy or whatever, right? Yeah. Sure. They only care about the institute. They don't care about anybody else. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Regardless of what other people within the institute try to tell you, everything they have done in the Commonwealth has only been for the benefit of the institute. Hmm. Yeah, and that's, and that is why I think they are they are truly evil. Yeah, because I think even though Brotherhood of Steel are kind of evil, they have like some interests. However, However I do often them. side with the Institute because I do think it's the most interesting ending. I don't think I've seen the ending for the Institute. I only saw one. I, well, I I just think like for for let's say if it were to be the canonical ending, I think it would have the most. Um, the most interesting, interesting after effects mm. within the Fallout lore. We don't know. I mean, Fallout seventy six is before everything, right? It's the opening, so we don't know if, because, because, like as we were saying uh, last week, like with the uh, the Elder Scrolls games, there is a continuous lore in the Fallout series. So I assume whatever happens in Fallout four will affect Fallout five in some way, shape, or form, right? Well, I mean, I can't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't want there to be a Fallout Five. There's, there is going to be one, and I oh, will play it. One, yeah. But I don't. I don't want there to be a Fallout Five. I don't think there needs to be another game. Sure, sure. I get what you mean. I'm. I'm with Charlie on this. You're one. with Charlie on this one. Yeah. No more. No more sequels for Fallout, please. Thank you. There's no more sequels in general. Just get rid of them. All sequels should die. I'm happy. I'll. I'm. I'm excited for a Fallout. Uh, five. I think it'll be good. I think yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. But get rid of all sequels. Burn them all to the ground. <laughs> raise the whole industry. I'm not interested. Well, I mean, we, should, we probably should raise the whole industry at some point, right? I mean, I'm for it personally. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm up for burning organizations in the gaming industry. I'll tell you that much. For all of the shit that's been going down recently, with oh, the... I'm, on, I'm fully on Jim's side Activision. on this one. Like, for as much as I disagree with him, oh my god, I am fully, yeah. full, so, oh shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, they then. We'll say officially, uh, James Stephanie Sterling officially goes as they then. Uh. Cool. Uh, my apologies if anybody, um, if they ever happen to listen to this podcast or anybody associated with them. Yes. Well, let's carry on. <laughs> You agree with uh, with Jim Sterling? Um, I do. I think Activision, Activision Blizzard needs to be burned to the fucking ground. I think if you don't agree with with, I, I'm not saying like uh, Jim Sterling's like the the person behind all of this at this point, but like I think everybody just kind of agrees like Activision Blizzard at this point can fuck right off. <laughs> I will never support. Activision Blizzard financially ever again. I I always think now about all the games that I've played 
you know the call of the call of duties you know the, the world of warcraft destiny. Like league of legends starcraft destiny mm. like all all i now can think about is that i have helped support the goings on within activision blizzard and i feel like i've i have helped helped it continue financially i have mm. And I don't know that in itself just sickens me. I think the fact that not only did that go on, but I financially supported it, whether it was indirectly, whether it was indirectly or not, mm. shouldn't doesn't matter to me. The fact that that that's effectively what I did, I don't know, just doesn't. It just doesn't escape my mind. I don't think you can hold that over yourself or anything like that. You know, like I, I mean, and I, I don't feel guilty, but and I, it's not something I feel guilt over because it's like how was i to know yeah of course of course it's not something you can feel guilt you it is fair to expect anyone to feel guilt over and i don't feel guilty for it mm. it's just the knowledge of it just makes me sick it's it, it's because it's it's disgusting like bobby Kotick like needs to be fired <laughs> he needs, he needs to lose his he job needs... right okay he doesn't need to be fired adam he needs to be imprisoned oh i mean that's true as well that is true as well um, I'm not, not like going easy on him saying he just needs to lose his job, but like the fact that he's still working for that company despite everything is amazing. Yeah, no, the man should go to prison as far as I'm concerned. I agree, I agree. And I always, I was thinking about this a while because like all the, I mean, it feels weird, but like there's, there's a bunch of companies you know going on about this stuff. So we talked about Ubisoft uh, before as well, and Activision Blizzard, and a few other companies. And I was just like, "Hey, or like the the Harry Potter stuff going on because people love Harry Potter and the the J.K. Rowling stuff." And I always kind of feel like, I mean, I I know that's not the same. I'm, I'm gonna clarify. I know that's not the same. And and J.K. Rowling being hateful is not the same as Bobby Kotick being uh, all all of the things that Bobby Kotick is and has done. Um, and I always feel I always kind of feel thankful that I never really cared about any of those things though because i don't it, it feels kind of shitty of me to be like this but like i kind of feel like i'm not like i don't have to think about it that much you know what i mean yeah i mean either way i'm really thankful that i'm still allowed to continue to play destiny <laughs> because it is because it is not supported by activision blizzard because would you, would you give up destiny if it was if i would i would I honestly would. What do you think about the people I, who continue to play World of Warcraft? Like, it is their choice. Mm. I I am not going to hold grudge. Like, people have invested so much time to that game that that's effectively, like, all they know, like, outside of whatever it is they do for a living. Or, sure. it, like, as far as their free time goes, that's all they know. And I am not going to expect anybody to, to take, like, to, to take my stance. No. Because that would be unfair of me. Sure, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. However, I am just staying true to my stance that I will never help support Activision Blizzard as an entity for as long as it remains. Do you feel the same about Ubisoft, or uh, is it Riot, the other guys that do it? Is it the League of Legends ones that, that have had some pretty horrible shit going on there, or, uh, you know, I'm not sure. Or all the other stuff, because there's loads of people that have it. It's not even... Like this isn't for, in... for as long as I don't know about it, then there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, sure, obviously, obviously. But when I know about it, 
Mm. It's like it, it it changes things. I mean, there are there are some instances. Like I suppose it's you've got to. Um, I suppose in some cases it's still like better the devil you know, and there are some you can pick and choose. Your kind of yeah. Battles. Well, depends. Like if. Like if a company is as bad as Activision Blizzard, then oh, not, there, yeah. there's there's no way I'll, I'll touch that shit. But it's just like, like if if the misdoings are just like are just like tax evasion or whatever, like yeah, it's scummy hmm. and it's disgusting. But it's not gonna, I'm not gonna stop enjoying the things that I enjoy as a res, as a result of tax that kind of behavior. Yeah, was yeah. that avoiding? But 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 however, but however, um. Stuff like this actively takes my enjoyment away from the things that they produce and publish and mm. and uh, and put their name on. What do you, what do you think, Charlie? Because I know that we we have spoken some uh, somewhat before about uh, Ubisoft and, and, and Rayman. Well, well, this is funny. Sorry to interject again. Oh. This is funny because I used to take an opposite stance to the things that I'm saying. Now. I know. I was thinking about it before because you were kind of like I remember us. I think it even has been said on the podcast before. You were kind of of a, like, everyone's bad, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, sort of well, thing. I think there is a level of atrocity that just cannot be ignored. No, I, like, I do still believe that statement, but I just mm. think there are levels of atrocity that, that, that just cannot go, like, ignored or unanswered. Mm. And again, it's not something I expect other people to do. It's just something I have chosen for myself. Yeah, I don't think you can expect other people to be... No, I, I think it's I think it's wrong you to to say oh if you support if you play any activision blizzard game you're evil because they do bad things i don't think that's fair to to go out and say that to people Mm. because they they are just people trying to enjoy the things they like at the end of the day yeah it's 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 a weird one what do you think charlie Um, what specifically it's a a, they're romans get in the bin (laughs) Yeah, basically, just get in the fucking bin. Like, I'm not, yeah, just, I can't support them because I want to see them fall. Do you think, do you think other people should be able to support them, Charlie? If they want. Um, yeah, I, I think this is different than, hmm. for example, I feel, I feel stronger about the JK Rowling one when I do this in terms of like, whether or not it's supportable. I, I've gone back and forth on it, I guess. Because mm. I feel like the person at the top being a horrendous human being, but there being hundreds of people who haven't done anything wrong. It, yeah. it goes but I go back and forth in my mind about what I think about the whole thing. Whereas like when you're looking at an authored world, like I say a Harry Potter thing, it becomes a slightly different it becomes a slightly different thing. But even then, I think supporting Harry Potter is fine or holding it in a place in your heart is fine. I think it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult. It's... The thing is, we are like... I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think as long as... I think taking a stance of saying, for example, as long as Bobby Kotick is still... Oh, I just throw him there. <laughs> Sorry. Um... Is is still in charge? Then yeah, you could maybe take a stance of mm. not directly supporting Activision with money. Um, 
Because if anything, playing their games is actually a fucking burden on them. Because <laughs> like, if you already own it and you're not actively giving them money, then you're probably actually a burden on them. Um, then you are not. But sure, yeah. But I don't know. It's it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, I'm just I I I'm actually happy that this seems to spark something bigger. The reactions in from other publishers and console make manufacturers and all that seems to have been, for once, universally You're right, deriding someone and saying, how the hell is this still carrying on? As opposed to, like, mm. usually there's a lot of silence or um, if there are, like, whatever. It's, there's, not, there's not usually any talk from people who have actual money at stake in the situation. Yeah. There's usually a lot of silence from that. And so to have seen every i think all the console manufacturers um as well as like a bunch of other people just come out and go yo yo this needs to you need to go um is i think i'm just happy i mean the thing is is i i think he needs to go but at the same time i don't understand why he's still holding on man's got enough money to live on for the rest of his life he's been earning insane amounts of money from that company for years like if i was him and i was caught up on all this i'd just be like all right sweet all right cheers see you later it's not like they're going to ask him to pay back all his wages. It's not mm. going to happen. So you might as well just, I guess, make, I guess the only way is if a lawyer said to him, well, you can't just admit defeat and go because then if someone did try to, try to sue you directly, that's tantamount to admitting you were wrong, which I guess, sure. But at the same time, like, it just is what it is at this point. I, it's difficult. It's really, it's such a difficult situation to be in. Similarly to, but in but the the way it is similar to the J.K. Rowling thing is specifically with the developers of the Harry Potter game, who were sat making this game for years, mm-hmm. and then while they're doing that, all of a sudden the person who the person who wrote Harry Potter and all of that just goes absolutely bananas on Twitter and completely trashes this thing that they've spent years and years making. It is similar to that, whereas with something like Destiny or World of Warcraft or whatever, not Destiny because Destiny's not Activision anymore, sorry, but World of Warcraft things that already exist that the people already have, have, but have bought and have already played like, it's quite, I think, carrying on to play those things just without financially supporting them I think is okay Mm. Um, because ultimately World of Warcraft really, but yeah that's a fair point, but you you, you understand sorry, yeah, but you get what I'm saying that's a a good, that's a very good point the free free Um, Call of Duty game maybe yeah, like yeah, exactly. Or even playing, even playing like the Call of Duties you already own. Just as long as you're not financially supporting them, I think that's okay. Mm. Um, I totally understand that. I think, and and my stance would be, in general, not spending money on them until he's gone. Um, yeah. Because ultimately, and this is true of anything like this, and this is the the saddest part of all these situations is money is the only thing that matters. Mm. Which is why I'm so happy that you've seen all the console manufacturers come out and gone. Yes. Yo, the fuck because ultimately that's all that's literally all that matters in this situation the same thing i i took a stance on west ham two years ago where i said okay i'm no longer gonna go i'm no longer gonna give the club any money until the current ownership are gone because i don't think i think they're terrible mm. so i'm like okay i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna go to any games i'm not gonna buy any like shirts or anything i'm just not going to support them um which is annoying because we've gotten really fucking good at that time <laughs> but i'm still not gonna do it because you know, it's that's the whole point of the situation. They only care about money because that's all anyone ever cares about. Mm. And so the only way really to to make an issue of it is to is to create financial issues. Um, and 
Bobby Kotick can sit there and stand now and go, oh, well, I'm not going to leave until... Like, I, I'm going if I can't turn this around immediately, then I'm going to leave or whatever. Ultimately, the answer is this. If they see a financial hit from it, the board of directors will get them out instantaneously. <clears throat> well, that's, that's another issue for me, is that it's not enough for me to see Bobby Kotick go. I want the entire board of directors to be changed. For me to be ever be for me to ever be back on board with Activision because they know about the problem, they open they absolutely know about the problem and are maybe even in it on themselves. But I can't, obviously you can't we, say we never same. know. We never know exactly how involved they are or aren't. Like but, it's but entirely way, possible that they all are, but it's also entirely possible that they don't have a clue. You know, like it, you you can't say either no, way. But now, now it's an open air. And they still support Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is an issue. It's it's not enough for me for for just him to go anymore. Mm. They all need to go. Sure, I understand that. I understand. And that's and that's and that's unrealistic. And that's not going to happen. No, of course not. Yeah. yeah. But then that I guess that to you means oh, I'm not going to buy an Activision Blizzard game. Yeah, basically. Which is which is I. I, I always found it weird because I can't take that position because, like, I take that position anyway. So me saying I'm not going to buy an Activision Blizzard game literally changes nothing because I don't remember the last time I bought an Activision Blizzard game. So, like, I, I, so what I mean, like, I just, I don't even know how, like, how I personally would be like. Like, the only thing I want to see is uh, the, the console manufacturers, uh, all three of them, take the stance and say we're no longer going to uh, put Activision Blizzard games on our stores until something changes. But like, that's the only thing I can think of from my perspective. Which they won't do, by the way. The, which they won't do. Which they won't do. But I mean, there's a, there's a, no, nah, they won't do. Like, there's always a chance that they do, but like, they won't because it's a lot, and they're still gaining money off those purchases and and whatever. Uh, there's there's obviously there's nothing that I can do or think of that that would matter from my because I, I don't have any relationship with Activision Blizzard you know I don't I think the last time I played an Activision Blizzard game was Call of Duty Black Ops 2 which will have been it's just about, it's just about pushing the it's just about pushing the narrative in that sense yeah, sure. and I don't mean to say that in quite a I say that in quite a cynical way but that's kind of what it is right hmm. like, it's just a case of you have to try and like it's just you putting it in front of people who might do that true true you know and it's the same with a bunch of these other places. Like, I, I remember seeing, like, when the first lot of it all came out, and people were saying, oh, we're not going to cover Activision Blizzard games anymore. And I'm like, do I say I'm not going to cover Activision Blizzard games? What does that mean? What does that matter to anyone? You know, like, what does it matter if, for example, we, we don't talk about or cover any Activision Blizzard games in any way that's not just a, a random reaction at, let's say, the Game Awards or whatever? You know, what, what does that matter? We don't tend to anyway. Um, so it, it, it's just us taking a stance again, but, but, but again, I think the, the problem with us, I mean, to some extent, and that's us as individuals and us as a group here, is that us as a group also is basically essentially just another individual. Yeah. It's not the it's not the same as an IGN saying that or someone like that, exactly, who have actual pull in the industry, right? So yeah. I think I think in general, again, it's just about putting that narrative in front of people. Like, I don't, for example. When WWE go to Saudi Arabia mm. in what can only be described as a fucking uh, getting paid by blood money. Um, sure. 
Allegedly. Um, <laughs> um, but like a lot of the wrestling sites I go to and stuff, mm. they'll still cover that show. But for example, Coltaholic, who, if yes. from a video game perspective, are the sister site of Triple Jump. Yeah. Um, they they still do what like live watch like a live reaction stream for those shows, but they have um a charity link at the bottom of the page to promote a charity that helps people in those countries and different mm. situations and stuff. And I think there's still a way to responsibly cover these things mm. um and responsibly talk about them on a personal level or on a bigger level than that. You might be right. That actually. can you still be, be right. constructive. Um it's just a case of figuring out what that is. You and might... I think I, as much as I think a blanket we're no longer going to cover them is it's not I'm not complaining. I don't think that's a bad thing whatsoever. Mm. It's just a case of being like... Like sometimes yeah. it's unavoidable. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes it's like, for example, we've just spent however long talking about it. That's still covering them. That's still giving them advertising, essentially, at this point. You know, like, even though... It, and you can't just go, I'm not going to talk about this because, you know, as a press thing, I know we're not specifically press or whatever, but as a press thing, like, you, you have to because it's the big news. You know, you have to still talk about Activation Blizzard, even... And, and, and as they say, all, like, no news is bad news, isn't it? Like, that sort of thing. No publicity is bad publicity. Like, it's all good publicity for Activision, regardless of whether it's bad or not. People are talking about them, keeping them in the, in the minds of the public. And, and you can't well, think... just silence it. You can't just say no. Yeah, and I think the other thing for, for people like yourself and, and to some lesser extent me as well, who plays significantly less, I think, the last ones I what the Warzone and then mm. like the Crash remakes or whatever. Oh sure. Um, yeah. Like it's also important for that to be part of the com like the conversation, I guess, the narrative, whatever you want to say, putting it out in front of people. Because the thing is, it's not just Activision. Yeah. It's yeah, not it's just not, it's not just Bobby Kotick, it's not just Activision. Mm. There's a hell of a lot of people doing this all of the time. Mm -hmm. And the more it's in front of people's faces, the less the response to that can be, oh it's just one person. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just that. Because the thing is, is it's not. It's a much wider issue. You know, you yeah. listed off Riot there. You've listed off Ubisoft, um, other people. Yeah. Ubisoft, Quantic Dream. And, and there's there's even, loads of. And it's not even AAA games as well. It's indie developers as well. It's it, it's all the way. It's, it's life. Throughout. It's, it's life. life. Yeah. Like it's just life in general. Like unfortunately, it's and it's worse. In, it's worse. It's like we haven't had that kind of reckoning in this industry yet. No. Um. I remember when during the middle of the pandemic, uh, just was it just before. It was just before Black Lives Matter, maybe. Mm. Um, it happened in wrestling. Oh, like okay. there was a huge thing, it just and it just exploded massively, mm. and loads of people. I mean, WWE still hire some of them, which is a concern for another time. But but like a lot of people gone now because you're just like, oh, you tried to sleep with a 16 year old after a wrestling show. Oh, this, oh that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of dodgy stuff happened, and I don't think video games has quite had that moment yet. I think mm. film has, TV has, wrestling has, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like loads have, but video games haven't really had that moment where there's just this like cultural, like big moment where oh, it's God. not just individual moments. It's not just this is happening at Anzvision, this is happening mm. at Ryan, this is happening at Quantic Dream, when all of a sudden there's just this wave that just hits for whatever reason it happens. Mm. Just a wave of everyone going, this is all of the shit that has happened. And I think part of talking about Activision and the stuff that has happened there, despite the fact that, yes, ultimately they care about money, and yes, ultimately the, the answer really is to not support them financially until the changes have been implemented, 
part of that is making it an open and honest conversation that can happen and so this sort of thing is less likely to happen again in the future yeah totally fair and i think it's interesting that um so the was it the the, the person who took over as the head of activision individually was Activision or was it blizzard i'm not sure they left almost immediately because they were like no it's too broken mm. you know no this is this is too much i can't deal with this it's it's not <laughs> not worth trying to save um but it's no it's never going to be we're never going to lose the companies like that you know like activision blizzard's never going to go down it's one of no. the biggest companies in the world yeah. it's insane it's never going to die we're never going to burn down activision blizzard um it's it is weird and it, it kind of sucks because like we're all individuals and like us as individuals can only ever do so much um, and let's be honest, it's, it's official headquarters is probably in a basement in Zimbabwe or some shit. <laughs> I don't know so that's, how these, okay. that's how these companies like to operate, don't they? Like they have, you have, they have a, they have a, like this big real head office, but they like they'll list their uh, their head office as like some basement in a foreign country to avoid paying tax. Activision Blizzard head office is in Santa Monica, California, United States. Oh, okay then. That's where the head office is. That doesn't necessarily mean that's where the taxes get listed to, but it's two separate issues. But yes, sure, sure. I mean, they've got international offices here as well: Amsterdam, uh, Stockley Park, UK, and Belize, France. Uh, uh, yeah, again, that doesn't necessarily sure. mean that's where the taxes go to. But yeah, true, true. Uh, you never know. You know, we, we never know. All the sales. I mean, David Cameron was the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, and his taxes were in the Cayman Islands. So, yeah. yeah well, yeah, true, true. Yeah. So he lived in number ten. I know it. I saw it on the telly. I know where he lives. I've been there. <laughs> been there. I saw it once. I looked through the window and I saw him and his wife having a little bit of dinner. I know he lives there. What did they have for what were they eating? They were having children. Guy <gasps> to some degree lives there. Yes. Mm. Just like that. It's weird that you can live in a house that's not yours, right? Like yeah, they, they don't own. They don't own it. They don't rent it. There's, they have no any. They have nothing to do with that house. But so what, what you're saying is that Boris Johnson is a squatter. He is essentially squatting in Downing <laughs> Street, isn't he? Like he is essentially like no one's bringing it up. No one's like Boris, you have to leave. But he is essentially yeah. <laughs> squatting in Downing Street, right? He is a squat. He is a squatter. So, so when I was going through my. Uh moment of figuring out what the hell the royal family were earlier this year <laughs> when i watched that diana musical right i didn't realize so once diana and charles split up right yeah she still lived in the palace with them she was just on the other side of it <laughs> but she still lived there and worked there that was still her gaff because she, like, was, she like, didn't move out the royal family i guess right even though they and like there's there's so many stories like that. i'm just like I hate Alex, in football terms so alex ferguson when he left man united he yeah. still has an office inside the stadium and at the training ground. Does he still have one out. now? Yeah, even it's... though he's not in charge, he just has one. And he's not like he's in involved in anything to do with the club, he just has one that is there. And it's just odd to me. It's just like, like in my head, when like Charles and Diana split up, Diana moved into like, I don't know, some fucking, I don't know, flat in Camden, I don't know. Mm. But and, and in the same way, when like Alex works on left by United, in my brain, he's like, oh, he just probably has... He probably just does something else now. No, they're still around. They're still about in the places. It's just, it's just kind of that shit. Mm. Odd, man. 
Just find it odd. Just move on. Get out. You know what I mean? Move. Get on. Get on with yourself. It is weird. I think the royal family is a weird lot, to be fair, as well. Not no. not that they're not not you know calling them names or anything, but it's just a weird idea. It's the royal family. These are, it's an arcane idea. It's a predestined group of people who are better than us for no reason. Yes. It's, yes. I don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah, it is weird. And there aren't many royal families. All I know about my about the royal families and my grandma fucking loves them for some reason. That's another thing. I saw um a thing today. It was on Facebook, so you know, obviously. Here um, we go. I, I, it was um William talking about the BBC and about how he's going to cut ties with them. And there were people in the comments who were like, oh, the BBC are not loyal to our people. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't, oh, I don't even right, understand. Yeah, you're, you, you've got caught up in the political sphere again. Okay, I see what's going on. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, no, I just, I just didn't understand, like, specifically. Why are you loyal to the royal family? What have they done? Why does William not like BBC? I don't They're the flag shackers. It's what they do, isn't it? They're the flag shackers. I, I guess, I guess so. I, I'm just. It kind of I mean, boils down to me like. Have you seen my new Discord profile banner? I have not. No. Look at it right now. Uh, sure. Oh, it's is it? It's the flag, but is it? I can't really quite tell what this is. Let me view it's your profile. The, it's the Among Us twerking gif. Oh, okay. I would. I oh, zoomed in on it even more. I wouldn't know what that is. But fair. Okay, that's interesting. Is that is that in response to uh, flag shaggers, as Charlie so eloquently described? Um, I mean, it is now. It, it is now, yeah. It is now. Fair play. I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, we've got another COVID, haven't we? We've got another COVID happening. Is that where we're going with this? Do I do like Pokemon? Is that where we're going with this? Do you, do you mean, are you saying let's not talk well, about the COVID? Well, I'm just saying, oh, listen, I'm double, I'm double vaxxed and boosted, mate. I'm safe. Doesn't matter, does it? That's what my friend was saying now. That's what my friend was saying. It matter. It's, a, it's a new strain. I'm safe, mate. You might not be, though. Well, yeah, you might not be from anyone once you get it. It's the point of the yeah, situation. I mean, yeah. just, you have to give yourself the best chance, and I have the best chance possible. Fair enough. So if we all die, it's fine. There'll always be new ones. This is the whole point. There will be. It was the reason it was called... COVID nineteen. Yes, because there was a there was eighteen it's before. Like it was just. <laughs> yeah. it, wasn't it? It, no, it, it's not even that. It's it's that it was that it was it's in twenty nineteen. Like it's like Persona Four. Right? Oh, oh, is it? It's like, yeah, Persona existed before, and then there was people who no, knew it about didn't. it. The nerds, nerds no, knew it about didn't. it. But then when Persona Four Golden came out, everyone was like, "Oh, this game bangs!" And then all of a sudden, everyone's a Persona fan. I don't, I that, don't think Atlas would say that Persona One and Two existed. It's exactly the same as the Coronavirus. It was around, there was things going on, but only nerds knew about it. And then all of a sudden in in 2020, everyone's like, oh, everyone wants to talk about it. Listen, it's COVID-19 because of 2019. Get with with the program, people. Coronavirus existed beforehand. I can't believe you just said get with the program. (laughs) Get with the program, people. Come on. Jesus Christ. Come on now, let's go. What is this pro what is the program that you are selling, Charlie? Just 
I just, I just shut up most of the time. Do you know what I mean? People talk too much <laughs> is what I found out. You know, I'm on Twitter, I'm going around places, and people just constantly, you know what I mean, giving that, yeah. you know what, if you don't have nothing good to say, I don't say nothing at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> How many podcasts are you on again, Charles? <laughs> One, this, and I regret it immensely. Oh. You sure? I one, thing, one thing about Twitter and Facebook is that people just feel like they can go on there and just be like, I'm going to tell the entire world about my opinion, even though nobody actually fucking cares. Yeah, they can. They're, they're definitely able to do that. Yeah, just because you're able to. Fuck. We spend so long thinking about whether we could that we don't know whether we should. Do you know I, I, mean? I agree. I was thinking about this actually uh, before. I think I, I tweeted about it, which is funny because I it was talking about how we shouldn't think about Twitter as much. But it was um, one of the Nintendo people. Um, was a Nintendo journalist was, was it Mario? About, it was Mario. Oh. It, it was a journalist from an, an, an old Nintendo site, um, and he was talking about how uh, it's funny that the new Pokemon games are the best-selling or like the third best-selling Pokemon games of all time, despite all of the hate that Pokemon's getting online for you know whatever reason. And then I was just like, yeah, but these people, the people who are going out and buying the new Pokemon game, don't necessarily spend their entire lives on Twitter, so naturally don't care what everybody on Twitter and Reddit and whatever is saying about the new Pokemon game. And the fact that we think that they do means that we spend way too much time on Twitter and talking about Twitter and trying to make it mean also, something. Also, I'm not being funny. Even half the people who complain about it on Twitter will afford it. Oh, yeah, of course they will. Yeah, of course they will. Because if you're complaining about Pokemon, that means you're, you're already in the Pokemon fan base. I go back point, to right? the... I go back to the infamous screenshot of the boycott Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Steam group, mm. on which on launch day, half of the people in the group were playing Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Bro, you, you know what I mean? Like People moan about it and they'll still do it. Of course, of course. Of course. It's the FIFA thing. This, all right, I'm, I'm being OTT about the other stuff, right? But this actually sure. genuinely pisses me off. Okay. I hear nothing but horrendous opinions about FIFA. Mm. Just people talking about how much they don't like FIFA. Oh, it's so bad. It's been so bad for years. Oh, why are they doing this? Oh, it's just for money, blah, 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 blah. Bro, what happens when the next FIFA comes out? They buy it instantaneously. Mm. Stop. All these people care about is your money. Stop giving it to them, and maybe the things you say (laughs) might change for once. If you keep buying it, and guess what? They're not going to change it, are they, you stupid idiots? Just stop (laughs) buying it. My God! <laughs> yeah, oh. like you've got people uh, have. All right, so we need to tell people <laughs> to vote with their wallets. But the problem is, people are fucking terrible at voting with their wallets. Yeah, they they absolutely are. I I agree. It's yeah, people are terrible. I, in general, I like, it's vote... always boycotts don't work. That's the idea, isn't it? Boycotts don't work because nobody boycott. They just say they're going to and then don't. Like, voting with your wallet works. It's just people don't vote with their wallets at all. What they vote with is their mouths on Twitter. And it's like, instead of doing that, just don't buy it. Like, me, right? I didn't buy FIFA for years. I bought one last year because I was going to play it with my friend. We played it a bit. I played it a bit. And I went, yeah, no, it's definitely not for me. Guess what I did this year? I didn't buy FIFA. (laughs) It's not complex. It's not difficult. Like, when football went away, right? And I always think about this. I was talking to I was talking to someone about this yesterday, to about something else in relation to something else, but the same mm. thing. When football went away during the first lockdown, and it, it got cancelled for like three months, yeah, or whatever it was, um, when they were trying still trying to figure out how to do stuff, you know, safely. 
um, the amount of conversations I had with people who were like, do you know what? I don't actually miss football that much. People lived and breathed football. Because when it's when you're not in front of it, you don't you don't think about it all the time. And when you're not thinking about it all the time, when you remove yourself slightly from it, and people went, do you know what? I'm missing it significantly less than I thought I would. Yeah, because it's not that deep. So with FIFA, just don't buy it. It's, yeah. it's really not the end of the world. You could, there's so many other things you could read a book. <laughs> you know, go find a find a tree that you particularly enjoy. Do you know what I mean? It's okay. You, you, it's sound, like, you sound like somebody's mum. Yeah, but I'm not saying it because reading's better. I think playing games is significantly better than reading books. I don't read books, but there's a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, however many games release a year. Yeah. Right. So many. Just EA Sports in general release yeah. like ten. Just do something else. And yet you still sit there, you buy FIFA, and then you moan about how bad FIFA is. Guess what? It's not going to get better until you don't buy it. It's not difficult. It's not complex. It's not some difficult issue. And these people who sit there and they complain, oh, the FIFA's so bad. Bro, not only did it buy the game, they didn't spend like hundreds of pounds on Ultimate Team. What are you doing? The, the, Stop. At the end of the day, that sort of boils down to the idea that they, like, they're complaining about the game because they don't like it. But they're complaining about the game because they love the game, because they they actually do enjoy it. Like I think for the most part, like playing like competitive fighting games and stuff like that, they they the people who play that game every single day of their lives are the ones that are going to complain about it most. And once they stop playing it, they're going to want to keep playing it because they've they just are they just love the game. I don't disagree with you, and I think that's a fair point to make, but. The difference between a competitive fighter and FIFA mm. is they're buying FIFA every single year oh, yeah, yeah. and spending hundreds yeah. of pounds on Ultimate Team. You're just playing Street Fighter once and that's it. But like, yeah. And yeah, if if you if you're buying like, and if you're buying all the DLCs for Street Fighter and you're buying every edition of Street Fighter Four that comes out with yeah. all eighteen of them or whatever, yeah, you're you're still spending a not insignificant amount of money, but you're not you're still getting nowhere close to the yearly output most people are putting on that game. I mean, you're right. You're right. But, and I, but I don't disagree, and I think that's a fair point to make about the loving it thing. I do think that's a fair point to make. They, yeah, they do. Like, I, I feel that's funny because most people think if someone criticizes something, they don't like it. But I think most criticism comes from places of love. It comes from places of like, I love this, so I'm annoyed with it. Like, if I don't like something, I don't moan about it. I don't bitch and moan about it. I just go, ah, I don't like it. All right, don't don't watch it. Don't play it. Whatever. But if I really like something. That's when I'm going to complain about the thing that I really like, I'm, and I'm going to keep complaining about the thing that I really like because I want to love the thing that I really like, and this one small insignificant thing is that weird barrier for entry that I still love, but but it winds me up, you know. It can't annoy you if you don't like it somewhat, because mm. otherwise you just uh, you just disengage with it, don't you? If yeah. you if you don't like something, you just don't engage with it. Don't know. If people didn't like FIFA, they wouldn't engage with it. I don't know. People are fucking weird. <laughs> That's people like... just wanna people just wanna engage with the thing they oh, I don't know, man. I, there is a there is a point in that as well. Like people want to engage with stuff because it's popular as well. So like because FIFA's the big football game, people don't necessarily want to play FIFA because it's FIFA, but they want to play it because it's the big football game or whatever. There is a point to say for that as well. Just play fucking football manager. Let's just get involved with the spreadsheets, bro. Come on. <laughs> I will be the first to uh, admit that football manager is not for everyone. 
playing. It's not. There are definitely people not. who could not play that game. It's not. And even for me, I it's for me for like two weeks, and then it's not for me the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's not. It, it's very niche. Like if you wanted to play a football game, I would suggest go play the Mario football game instead of FIFA. Not football manager. <laughs> I would have said Pez, but now Pez is dead, so you can't. Well, there you go. Him. What about the other one? What's the other one? I don't even know if that's out. XFL. It's not out, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. XFL. I'm interested. Well, we'll see. I don't think it's going to be any good, but we'll see what happens. Mm. And then in we the meantime, you've got. a big one since, like, This Is Football in the, in the early 2000s. And in the meantime, you've got one. some other random shit. This was a football game. It's 2021. Are there any good football games 2021 that aren't FIFA? No. No. What video games? A football manager, and that's it. And if you're talking about good football games, I wouldn't include FIFA on that list. Sure, sure. Football drama. Football tactics. Super arcade football. Photo ball. I don't know what any of these are. They're all random small ones that are never any good. The amount of times I go through, like on Steam mm. or whatever, on PlayStation Store or whatever, and I just see all these random football games, like that anime one that came out last year or whatever, there's like so many. Yeah. And it's like, I just... Is there an anime football game? Oh, there's loads. Yeah. I think the one you were referring to is Captain Tsubasa, right? There's a football anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that why? One. Why is there an anime football? It's based it's, on. A it's based anime. on the yeah. It's based on the anime that it's well, there's about. Football. There's a football anime. Oh, there's an anime for everything. There's an anime for every. There's a baseball anime. There's a tennis yeah. anime. There's a food yeah. anime. Yeah. All sorts of <sighs> stuff. Oh, that's Total Ball is a uh, table football. Which yeah. would be fun. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Table football. Or foosball, as they call it in the quids land. Oh, I'm looking through all of the best football games on uh, PC Games N. And this one uh, this one looks interesting. It's called Behold the Kickman. And it, yes! It is... <laughs> I've been shouting about this for years. That's the only good football game. This is imagine a football man. game that was developed by someone who had no idea what football was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's made by um the same person who did the swindle. There we go. Um, and other other. other I, I don't game. think behold the kickman's a good replacement for FIFA. It's oh no 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 no. It's well. Do you think people who play it, FIFA would love behold the kickman? I think if you don't try it, then you're doing yourself a disservice. I think behold the kickman's great. It's so it's 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 a comedy game. It's fucking yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's J. I think you'd probably enjoy Behold the Kickman. Oh, I'd, I'd probably enjoy Behold the Kickman. I'm looking at it now. It's very know, stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's very very stupid. I was meant to the the developer Dan Dan Dan. What's his name? Dan um Dan 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 Dan, Dan. Dan. <laughs> Marshall Dan Marshall. Mm. Um, uh, I follow him on Twitter, uh, and he. He did like he was he was getting people to do voice acting for the game from Twitter. No, no. Um, and so he just he he just asked people on Twitter who followed him to send him like a voice like voice files of just screaming random football nonsense. <laughs> um, and like loads of them are in the game, and I I should, I was gonna do it, and I just forgot. Oh, I got you. I just completely forgot. Um, but yeah, no, hold the kick, man, man. It bangs. There we go. There we go. If you haven't tried it, just give it a swing. If you fed up it's usually, thing, it can be you can find it. It's look, it's probably on sale at the moment, but Steam Water on sale or whatever. It's probably gonna happen. If you fed up a FIFA, you wanna play a football game, behold the kickman. It's very dumb. <laughs> it's that's very, the, very dumb. That's the new FIFA, behold the kickman. 
done. We've done. We solved it. We solved it, Charlie. We've solved the FIFA crisis. You've won. We've won. We, we've 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 beaten the FIFA crisis. Ah, we did it. Don't don't buy FIFA anymore, people. Just don't fucking do it. Buy one copy of Behold the Kickman and play it yearly. So. That's all you need. Yeah, play it, play it once a year. Yeah. Like, oh man, this is yeah, this is the same as it was last year. You, you know, you get all the all the same enjoyment. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not just, wrong. <laughs> just play it once a year, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, see, this is the same as last year. Yeah, you let's go. Wrong. You are absolutely not wrong there. Oh, <laughs> I mean. There, there are some FIFA fans out there that'll be that that'll be very angry that I have challenged in any way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're a FIFA fan that's angry that we're recommending Beyond Behold the Kickman and we're saying that FIFA's the same every year. Leave us a comment. <laughs> Engage with us. We want to know. Oh, Charlie, what have you been doing? Engage with us. Uh, football manager. Like, full manager uh, work. Like I've been working, and then when I'm not working, football manager. Who, what what team are you? What team are you running? So I haven't played football manager properly in a hot minute. So mm. I was like, okay, what? I you go in like pick an easy team to manage that has lots of money, and then just have fun for a bit before then going deep, right? Uh huh. So, and I didn't know this, this is not what I do at all, but sure, I understand. Yeah, I know, but you're you're hardcore. I, um, I, don't, I don't know anything about football, which then makes me hardcore. Because yeah. I don't want to pick a Premier League team because I don't know any of them. Yeah, so the first thing I did was I picked Newcastle because they've been updated to have the Saudi Arabian investment and so they had the most amount of money in the game, I think. Oh, wow. I don't know if they have the most amount of money, but they start with a transfer budget of 200 million, um, which I think is significantly more. I can't think of anyone else who has as much. I haven't no. tested all the teams yet. Though. Um, so I played that for a while, found a tactic I liked. Mm. Um Absolutely random financially into the ground, which was fun. Nice. And then I've started a second save now, but this is just a West Ham one. Did you um, buy Ronaldo for Newcastle? No, A, I don't think he'd move from Man United after just joining, but B, it's just not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. I bought, I bought, I did buy basically an entire new team. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. I, I think I, the biggest expense was debt from Rice. But I, I like, often I think, uh, I often thought I would just run a team. Where every single member of the team is called Ronaldo. Yes. And just, yes. See, and just see how we do. There was a good one. So Newcastle, obviously, before the Saudi Arabian takeover recently, mm. were owned by Mike Ashley, who uh, owns Sports Direct and bought oh, wow. House of Frasier. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing a YouTube series of someone playing a Newcastle <laughs> playthrough where they only bought players called Frasier. <laughs> so, so, so it was the House of Frasier. Imagine owning both the House of Frasier and Sports Direct. Oh, yeah, I know, right. That's the thing. I know, right. Like, a... I feel like it's just such, it's just such a conflict. It is. It's just a weird... It's what what, what is he bought? He bought, House of, he bought House of Frasier when it was going out of business, didn't he? That was his whole... Like, yes. they, like they, were about, one, they were about... Yeah, they were about to go into. They were about to stop existing, and he bought it for like nothing. Yeah, because uh, that's the his same whole thing. as well. Was it Debenhams? Probably he did. This, yeah, probably that makes sense. But that's his whole. That's how he makes his money. Is he buys, he, buys, he buys 
retail businesses when they're about to go out of stock, uh, about to go out of business, and then yeah, make some cheap and shit. Makes, yeah, <laughs> to some extent, makes not that. Yeah, makes his money through that. So, but yeah, no, I saw a YouTube series where someone <laughs> would only buy players called Fraser <laughs> for Newcastle and into the house of Fraser. Um, great idea. Well, I always thought it was a good idea. The other one I always wanted to do, which I never bothered, but and I think this one's way easier. But mm. you have this. A lot of people will play with a team like Stoke or someone, someone, someone bad who plays bad English defensive football, right? Sure. Um, and then we'll try and turn them into like prime Barcelona with like nice passing and everything else mm. but I always thought what if you did one the other way round where you tried to turn like Barcelona into Stoke <laughs> and so you just bought like a big English lump and just put them up front like Pete Crouch just put him up front and it just started fucking hoofing them get PK to just hoof the ball at him I always wanted to do it I just never I was just never could be arsed I always thought it could be a bang idea sounds great it's probably a good time to do it now if Barcelona when you have no money it is when you have no money and shit sounds great I'm uh I'm gonna do my I'm gonna continue my uh my playthrough tomorrow, um of Football Manager. I'm gonna do some of that streamy stuff, uh tomorrow during the day. Uh, currently the manager of Kevin Druids, which sounds like a a, a terrible human being. Yes. <laughs> all right, my name's Kevin Druids. All right, my name's Kevin Druids. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a, a do you, particularly do you cool spell? individual. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. Ryan, Re- I, I I didn't see Ryan Reynolds, but uh, I need to see him. I need to see him. To see Where him. is he? Where Show is me he? him. He, he, the fact that he's in the game makes me happy. It's fine. Oh, I highly back that. Yeah, it it, it is fun that he's just there. Um, I, I, he doesn't need a character model. Although I wonder if he does play Football Manager. I doubt it. I'm gonna go on. A, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like a busman's holiday, isn't it? Really. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Ugh, I'm, I'm gonna say he's. I'm gonna say he's not the biggest football manager fan. No, 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 not particularly. But he's in the game, and that's all that matters. He is. I mean, it's weird. That whole situation is weird because he seems to be out of the two of them. He seems to be the one who's less, not less involved or less interested, but like. Mm. I just find it quite odd that he's like he seems to be the front person of it because he's the most famous one. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to all come from Rob McElhenney from Always Sunny. So I find sure. it quite weird that like I get why because bro- I mean they're both in the famous. game. Yeah, I know, but I just mean in general, like whenever you see it, like it's always Brian Reynolds buys football club. Yeah. You know? It's because it's weird. I no, I agree that it's, it's weird, weird, but like Rob McElhenney is equally weird, but for and he's the one who seems to have the idea and everything else, like when I've seen interviews with him, bro, if he's the person who originally wanted to do it and uh, went to Ryan Reynolds and was like, yo, do you, want to, do you want to invest in this? Or I think he asked him for sponsorship originally. Oh, really? And he was like, no, I'm going to invest with you sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I just find it quite odd that Ryan Reynolds is like, seen as the front person of it when... Yeah. I don't know. So, I, so what I'm saying is, is I doubt he plays for one. <laughs> I d- yeah, I mean, he's probably too busy. I mean, I don't know if he is, but he seems to be in a lot of things. Yeah, he just had that crap video game film that's just come out and all that sort of stuff. Free guy. He so. yeah, just had a film on uh, Netflix come out with uh, Wonder Woman and The Rock. Yes, Red Notice. Equally that, bad. That is, that is in Welsh at times apparently as well. No, he, it's, they've just, the article is misleading. Basically, they've yeah. just put Welsh subtitles put Welsh. on it. But who, who is that for? The Welsh? Yeah, but they all speak English. 
the Welsh. All of their first languages the are Welsh. English. They don't need Welsh subtitles to this American action film. It's such yeah, a weird just... decision. I mean, I like yeah, it. I back it. I mean, it's cool, but like, it's, it's such just a weird decision. It's just all publicity, though, isn't it? At the end of the I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. That's sort of who, yeah. The, the true answer of who's it for is oh, is it's for Netflix me. bank account. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're wrong. They've got a film with Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Wonder Woman. Of course, they're making. Bank yeah, account if they if they can pay. If they can pay some rando Welsh person to translate it into Welsh yeah. for all of the free publicity that it got for just being in Welsh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by Joe, you better get on it. Because like, I imagine translating Welsh to English is the easiest thing in the world as a native Welsh speaker. You know, because <laughs> you already speak English. Yeah, you, you do just, this exactly. every day. You can get a like, homeless man to do it. And it's yeah, no, you just get one. And like, translators obviously are a. Like I know, I like I know someone who does translation for a living, and mm. like they're well paid for it, obviously, because oh, yeah. you know they speak a lot of languages mm. allow. But like, all you've got to do is pay one person like once to watch the film through, write it down, and done. Like, how even if, even the most expensive, let's say that costs you <laughs> ten grand somehow. Yeah, 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 that's nothing compared to all the publicity they got for doing. It. I know, yeah, true, true. Yeah, they got a lot of publicity. But I, that's the only reason I've heard of this film is that there's Welsh in it. It's been everywhere, man. That film has had publicity up the wazoo. True. The Xbox, oh, you probably didn't watch it, but it was the Xbox 20th anniversary event recently. Mm. Um, it was it was advertised in that. Um, there was a whole section with The Rock who was advertising that film by talking about Xbox. Um, <laughs> it was on... Yeah, because The Rock was at the original Xbox launch. He was one of the people who did the original oh, Xbox launch. It was him and Bill Gates and a couple other people. And so now The Rock is obviously a big deal. They got The Rock back, who's... Mm. who's like, hi, it's been 20 years. He makes a joke about like the fanny pack picture and a bunch of other stuff and then starts shilling his crappy film. <laughs> uh, and like, it's there, like, WWE have been doing brand integrations with this thing. Like, Jesus. it has been everywhere and it's paid off for me. It's the biggest, I think it's the biggest launch of any Netflix film ever. Mm. So it's obviously paid off for them, but yeah, no, nah, it doesn't. I think I heard that as well. I think I heard that it was the biggest launch of any Netflix film ever. Apparently not very good. Yeah, Netflix are. Uh, hmm. I don't know about Netflix. I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of Netflix recently, actually. It's, um, Have you? Yeah, I've been watching a bit of Netflix. It's a, it's a thing. I'm, I'm sad. Sad that my uh, the film the the show that I'm watching isn't going to have another episode for another two weeks. Very sad about that. Stress. It is. It is stress. Stress. Play FIFA. I could play FIFA instead. I'm just annoyed. I just I wanted to watch it and then because it's not going to be Or you could not play FIFA. Or I could not play FIFA. Yeah. I mean, I, I likely won't be considering you know the the release of Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker is next week. Um, <laughs> likely won't be playing. I was going to say to you, someone random who I know through West oh. Ham stuff, and don't get me wrong, um, he is a game. He, he does play games a lot. Mm. Um, but he, but I just didn't know he he went this deep into it. Man flipping. <laughs> Of no way he mentioned on a sh- on a thing the other day. He was like, "Oh, so I could have been at home playing Final Fantasy 14. Oh, I was like, go. "I was like, I was like, what?" I said, like, "You play FF14?" He goes, "Yeah, I just started like a, about a year ago, and I'm super into it." And I'm like, "Fair oh, enough." There you go. Just out of nowhere, I was like, "There's one more person I know." This is this is that, that game's blowing up a bit. To be fair, and I think it's it's due to a lot of different things, uh, mostly because the 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 big World of Warcraft YouTubers YouTubers and streamers have gone. You know what? Fuck World of Warcraft. Let's move on to something that actually cares about its community. Um, but 
know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, have you? Uh, what, what were you watching, Charlie? You said you were going to watch something. Oh, no, I'm just back on my Waterloo Road grind. Bro. On Waterloo Road, I... mate. The last episode I watched last night, mate. Such good tell you people, man. Mm. You people, you don't even, you don't even know. I do not. You don't know. even know. I have no you had everything. knowledge about. I'm now at the storyline that Jenna Louise Coleman's in, mm. and I tell you what, they knew that she was a better actress than a lot of the other <laughs> <a lot of laughs> child actors in that show. Because like a lot of the other child actors are like, oh, this person's dating that person, and then they have a fallout or whatever. Yeah. And then flipping Jenna Louise Coleman's character comes up and it's like, there's been a murder in this, that, and the other. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I see. There's been a murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, oh no. But uh it's yeah, no, I'm back on board, bro. We're, we're halfway through series five at the moment. Jesus. How many series it's are there of that? Ten, it's a hundred episodes. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm on episode like forty or something, fifty. I say that's a lot of episodes. I've been hearing a lot about One Piece recently, um, the anime that's very big, and that's just it, it's thousandth episode, so yeah. What anime is thousandth episode? Uh One Piece. Oh my god. Uh, why? <laughs> why? I still haven't seen any of the show, and I refuse to because it's on a thousand episodes. But um... <laughs> I, I I watched sixty episodes of this, and I decided, you know what, I'm oh, not going to scrap it all. Did you? What did you? Th- did you like it, or did you not like it? It was all right. the The filler is insane. Like, mm. like it's you know how people meme on Dragon Ball Z for dragging out their plot. Yeah, by screaming. Kind of... Yeah, it's. Stuff. Yeah, uh, One Piece is worse than Dra- than Dragon Ball Z by a mile. Oh wow! Okay, and and yet nobody calls it out for it, but it is. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. I had not heard that, um, but obviously I, I don't know anything about it. One of the I I refuse to watch it mostly because it's too long, but uh, I would also probably refuse to watch. Well, no, if it was only like twelve episodes, I'd a thousand watch it. episodes of anything. Yeah, I agree. Who needs a thousand episodes of anything? Or a hundred of Waterloo Road's a bit much. I I, I refuse to watch anything over a hundred episodes. <laughs> well, Waterloo Road's a thing that is exactly one hundred. You, you can't get it. I just refuse. Like I, I'm watching um with a friend. We're watching the new Digimon series, which is called Ghost Game, and I've actually been enjoying it. Um, it's been pretty fun. But uh, he mentioned it was like fifty odd episodes, and I was like, "You fucking what?" I thought it was only about like twelve. I was just enjoying this 12 episode little Digimon thing, but no, it's like 50 odd episodes, and I'm like, Jesus, that's way too many episodes of this. Yeah, see, I don't need that many episodes of this. Like, 12 is the perfect amount. I don't know. CBA, bro. Too much effort. People watch that. I just can't be asked. You can't be asked. What with watching things? Oh, stop. Yeah, pretty much. Quite like you. I mean, like. You can't be asked with anything. <laughs> no, I can ask with some stuff. Yeah. Not a lot. Waterloo Road. 100 episodes of Waterloo Road, you can be asked with. Yeah, it's taking me longer than I wanted it to, but we'll get there. Mm. Third time watching it. Let's go, boys. There's 300 episodes of Waterloo Road, essentially. Hustle. I can be hustle. I can be bothered with hustle. Hustle's great. Would you watch Waterloo Road uh, enough to. So, 10 times? No, probably not. No. Oh, would I? Yes. Will I? Probably not. 
<laughs> it's fun, man. Look, you don't know the joys yet of watching. I don't. I don't. You're right. Something like that. Some so a BBC, a BBC show that was long running around that time period, right? Mm. Because everyone you know is in it. <laughs> like you were just going through, right? And like, like I said, like Jenna Louise Coleman's just turned up as one of the kids, right, sure. for the series. Um, so historics over now, but cool. but like outside of that, you also get one of these actors and actresses who you haven't thought about for like over a decade, like, who were like in who? like every one of these shows who are rocking up in like Casualty and and East End and all this stuff, all of those sort of shows, right, right. that are long running and constantly, and they just have to churn people, so they just have to go through every actor that exists on the planet because uh-huh. they just constantly bit bit, and so it's like that. So like I'm watching it yesterday, and Jenna Louise Coleman's character. Um, uh, actually, no. I'll say a different one um, for spoiler reasons, because sure. <laughs> anyone cares. Um, what do you call it? Uh, there was like a solicitor lawyer person turns up, mm. and it's played by the woman who plays Jenny in the first couple of series of Tracy Beaker, who's the person who runs the dumping ground. But it's people like that who you haven't seen in anything else, and you haven't thought about for ages and then all of a sudden they just rock up you're like oh my god it's you but you're in there something else i didn't think about um what you call it <laughs> do you remember men behaving badly it was martin clunes and oh yeah i can't remember what's the other guy's name i don't the remember other... but it's the other the other guy from men behaving badly you have mm. martin clunes and you have the other one the other one turns up in that for like, as, as like deputy head for like two series right like, bloody hell it's bloody it's that geezer he's turned it's up that guy i don't um, remember Twist from uh, Space. Oh, oh, Twist. I know Twist. Yeah. She's in it for like what? half a series. Twist, yeah. She's in it for like half a series. It's all these people you don't see in anything else. But sure. because it, it ran for so long and there were so many episodes and it's the same as, like I say, it's the same as like Casualty or Hobby City or whatever. Mm. They just have to churn through so many actors and actresses just to, just because they have so many. You have to write so many. Every episode has like three new characters. You just got to keep going. More people, more people. Oh, and so Christ. you just see all of these randos. You're like, oh my God, it's you. Oh my God, it's you. So the, the barman, Eddie from Hustle, turned up in an episode the other day. Like, it's just out and you're like, oh my God, it's Eddie from Hustle. Just for a single episode and he's gone again. And it's like that constantly, all of the time. And also, like I say, there's people like Jenna Louise Coleman who played a kid in it and now is Jenna Louise Coleman. Mm. or whatever like there's someone who's one of the kids in it is in, in the new dune film that just came out oh really um, okay dune you mean uh, dune so, you're uh, british charlie i say dune because if i say dune i think of the month so i was being precise sure you're, disgust- you're disgusting you're disgusting how dare you sell your heritage Ugh. with blasphemous all right all right all right flag shark i can't <laughs> Flash. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love that term. It man. is a great term. I mean... But yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Sure. Great. Fair. And honestly, genuinely, the last episode I watched, series series five, episode nine, honestly, one of the better episodes of television I've ever seen. Yeah. And that's not me. And that, I'll take down the Charlie Wall for a second of mm. just going on about how much he loves what we wrote and just like actually talking about it. Honestly, I was emotionally like raw by the end of that episode. I was like, fucking hell. That was fucking tough to take. That sure. was like Breaking Bad. It was, it was like, and it sounds stupid because I'm saying it's Wally Road and obviously it is and you have to watch a lot of dumb Wally Road to get to the point where you care about any of the characters to the extent of where it can be emotionally straining. Of course. But like, I was watching, I was like, fuck. Hey, bloody, bro, they took the kitchen sink, they attached it to another kitchen sink and then they threw it at us. <laughs> they, they did not mess around in that episode. It was a banger. 
<laughs> episode series five, episode nine, people. Get involved. Oh my goodness. Get involved. Mm. You know, you know, you know, you know. I'm well aware no one's ever gonna do that. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, that's about it that's about all we've got time for today uh thank you very much everyone who came by uh listening if you're listening on spotify thank you very much for listening anywhere else you can you can be thank you very much um, fuck off fuck off <laughs> <laughs> how dare you listen to us not on spotify i know right spotify is just the one i go with because that's the one i use to listen to us obviously and they are only us nothing else um you have an account specifically for us. I do, yeah. This is the nine plays a month that we get. It's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you listen to it on loop for a bit. I do, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, everyone, for, for listening. If you haven't followed us already on uh, on Twitch or on YouTube, please go do that. We're sometimes video games on uh, both of those. You can probably just, uh, you probably just search it and you'll probably find us. Very nice, isn't it? Probably. We can't promise it. I'm can't promise it, you but you'll probably, probably just I'm fairly it. certain. Uh, we've got some cool stuff coming out. We've got some. Uh, we've got some. We've been we've been uploading every day on YouTube for the last like two weeks. Yeah, we have. We've been at it. Been pretty, pretty, been pretty good. If, so if you like, if you like watching some of our stuff, you can go do that. Uh, we will be live on Twitch tomorrow night, I believe, with some exciting stuff. Maybe. <laughs> uh, that will be eight thirty uh, p.m. UK time uh, Sunday. So if you are listening to this tomorrow when it uploads, or any time after that, it will be Sunday um, that we go live on Twitch uh, for a community stuff. So come join us with that. Um, until then, goodbye. See ya. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.